Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And joining us in the studio is Chris Curran of Care Patrol, your partner in Senior Care Solutions. And you know you've been following me, and I appreciate that, about my mom. She had a stroke on Thanksgiving which is now two and a half weeks ago. I have been back and forth to Boca three times since then, and dutiful daughter that I am, and I love my mom very much and my dad. And Jill and I have been playing tag team. So Jill got down there on Sunday. I left on Saturday. Mom is coming home from rehab on Thursday, Chris. And um, I've been spending the last couple of days arranging for her care post-rehab, and I've been thinking about you. It's a lot. You are not the daughter at the moment. You are a geriatric care manager, you and your sister. So I, Well, uh, not only that, they wouldn't talk to me without the power of attorney, so we had to get that all organized and sent over to them. It's a 16-page application to apply for benefits that my dad's been paying for for 25 years, and they assure us that it'll be about 45 days before we get paid. And uh, But there's no elimination period in my dad's policy, which is good. That's great. Very yeah, it's typically good. about 100 days, usually. That long? 100 for, yeah, you typically, yeah. Wow. For, to activate the long-term care policy? Yeah, this yep. is the long-term. Mm-hmm. It's typically like 90 to 100 days. Well, this will be for the long-term care policy, which is has the home health care component, because my mom, fortunately, does not have to be in any kind of facility, and my dad and she are very much together, and thankfully she's healing from the stroke. That's great. And the carotid artery surgery, which came four days later. Wow. Which was a big deal. But they don't want her to have any more strokes. And this was her second one in six months. Oh, my gosh. First one, she lost sight in an eye. But they didn't diagnose it as a stroke. Oh, because you mentioned that. She lost yeah. losing sight in her eye. But yeah. that was, they figured out it was a stroke. Well, now I they mean, do. <sighs> Looking back, at the time they did an MRI and they said, no, it's not a stroke. It's some optical inflammation. But an optical inflammation usually heals. Right. And this one did not. <sighs> So Jeez. hopefully she won't have any more strokes. Yeah. And hopefully. I've learned a lot about strokes right. and about carotid arteries. <laughs> so now you're a heart cardiovascular specialist. Pretty then. much. And if I'm not, I get an expert on to tell me about it. But, <laughs> you know, easy. if this happened to my mom in Fairfield County right now um, and your Care Patrol, does Care Patrol help with all of it or just the sort of permanent living residential solution? 
Uh, all of it, in a sense. I mean, if we, there's something we can't handle with regard to um, services, we connect you with the right resource. So, for instance, when I take that call, let's say we're on the phone, my first job or my job is to understand what are you looking for, what do you need, or what does your loved one need? So what does mom need? Um, and that drives the conversation uh, as to is home care appropriate um, or is assisted living a uh, more appropriate option at this time? So based on the factors that mom and dad are very close and together, they have the long-term care policy, you know, they're at their home is is accessible for people who might need to... Oh, we're putting in all the bars. They'll right. be there before Thursday. We <laughs> met with the go. contractor on Saturday. Yeah, totally. so you kind of safety-proof the house 100%. a little bit. And if, if, if there's not a bunch of stairs and that None. sort of thing. Little ranch house. There you go. So then someone like that is, you know, and you mentioned a long-term care policy. It's a perfect thing to access uh, right now for home care services at home, and that, that's great. As long as they can be safe in their home and get the services that they need, then 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 we tell families that that's a perfectly viable good option that we would support and help facilitate if there's an old 100-year-old house with three 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 levels and you know narrow hallways where a wheelchair can't fit through or um, there isn't the support of adult children like yourself and your sister or your dad who's trying to be that caregiver um, like you like you mentioned um, if they don't have those resources or that type of support that's when I talk to adult children to say, listen, let's talk about senior living and kind of what that offers as an alternative to home care services um, from a pricing perspective and also just from an overall so Chris, quality of life perspective. So let's let's talk Kachas here a little bit. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you this. What does Medicare cover for people in a situation where if they've had a stroke and or an event and they can't live independently either for a while or for forever what does Medicare cover? So Medicare, um, after mom's discharged from the rehab facility, um, Medicare Part A typically picks up your visiting nurse services. So the social worker or the team at the nursing home. But I was told that's only 45 minutes a day. Right. So the home 45 ca- minutes a day. So the home care services that you're receiving are from a certified, typically a certified nursing agency. Okay. And so what Medicare covers is that nurse to come out and check on mom for about 45 minutes or an hour in the beginning, you know, maybe that first day that she gets home sure. to do what's called like a start of care. They want to learn about her, go over her medications, reconcile those medications with you or against what the primary care physician is doing, talk about strokes, educate you about diet and things to avoid, I know, medication, but okay, things like 45 that. So minutes the, a day is a joke. Well, so the what nurse else comes does out. Medicare cover? On top of the nurse, mom needs to get stronger, right, from the stroke potentially. Yes. So physical therapy and occupational therapy. Again, you'd have a PT person or But it's OT. usually outpatient. So with visiting nurse services, it's going to be under Part A. That's going to happen in the confines of her home. At right. First. So the PT okay. and the OT will come once or twice per week each, maybe, in the beginning. To the home or outside, depending upon what you choose, we were told. You could do either one. Well, to the home first. You want to exhaust that Medicare Part A benefit, typically. Part oh. B services under Medicare, that's your outpatient. So when people oh. go to the... the physical therapy gym down the road because they had a hip replacement or something, you pay your copay and they're typically billing your Part B. It's outpatient. That's like going out. So Part A is the services that you get immediately after the discharge from the rehab. Medicare Part A covers that hospital stay. It covers that, you know, most of that rehab stay if you're not there for a very long time. Yeah, of course, two weeks. And then it'll cover intermittent visiting nurse services at your home for an episode or a period of time, six well, to eight weeks or something like that. Well, what do you do if you're like actually that? a human being 
and you've had a bad event and they discharge you usually with a walker, you know, and you're impaired from before the event. And what do you do if you're a widow? What do you do if you're a widower? What do you do if you're alone, which so many households are? 45 minutes a day is not going to cut it. Right. So you're really just getting that intermittent care. The, the, the other piece is the home health aid that does come out. The home health aid, again, comes out once to twice a week for hands-on care for about an hour. So to come to your house to help with showers and things like that. So you'll have a home health aid come I see. a couple of days a week. But to your point, what happens those other 20 hours of the day? Yeah, like what happens? Like so, how do you get to them from the bathroom? Yeah, and, so that's when you know. people have to rely on family. And if they don't have family, uh, okay. then you're looking at home care agencies. Private pay, out of pocket. Private pay, non-medical. So you don't need the nurse. You don't right. need physical therapy, right. occupational therapy. You need a kind person. You, you need somebody who knows how to yes. help somebody who physically can't help themselves. They right. know how to transfer somebody safely in and out of bed, help with showers, um, basically any Meals, of the basic laundry, activities everything. Activities of daily living. Yeah. Bathing, dressing, meals, medication management, all those types of things. And unfortunately, Medicare doesn't cover and the whole spectrum of that at all. No, it's really at intermittent service from the visiting nurse service, the rest is on the family to either facilitate or support themselves and kind of run around like you and your sister are back and forth. Or, again, you, you put in, if you have the financial means, you would, the safest thing is to put in a caregiver for six hours a day or the waking hours a day or if mom or dad is up at night because they're confused or need to go to the bathroom several times, um, they this need someone life. to safely be there with them, then you need to have a 24-hour caregiver or two 12-hour caregivers. That's what we're going to do, two 12, for the so, first week. And yeah, that's a good idea. If she's sleeping through the night and she's fine. We don't know yet. Then, or well, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people, they don't know. So you're doing the right thing by putting in more the most services We're going to do the most for the week, and yeah. then we're going to look at that week. Mm -hmm. Then I'm coming down for 10 days. Actually, the whole family is descending. Because my parents, God willing, going to be married 65 years on Christmas Day. Wow. 65 years. Congratulations. They got married on, on, on December 25th? On December 25th. I'm a New Year's Eve uh, Are wedding you? guy. Yeah, so coming up on seven years. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. No itching? Yeah. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's good to hear. We're chatting with Chris Curran of Care Patrol. That's very good. Uh, the itching does come around, though. Really? It does. Yeah, yeah. And then it's okay. I mean, I'm married 41 years soon. Um, the itching comes around, and... You just have to work harder at the marriage when it comes around. If the itch around. comes around, I hope she scratches it. <laughs> With you, though. Yes. <laughs> Somebody else. I'm very, very lucky. I love my wife very, very much. Oh, that's so nice. That's wonderful. So, yeah, so getting back to the senior care options, we're chatting with Chris Curran, who's an expert, at 203-333-9422. And I'm deep diving into the specifics because I'm living it right now. And so we're getting into the specifics now. I just heard that the hourly per hour for the kind of care that we want for our mom, which is by an agency who's had criminal background screening, who is here legally, who would be covered by workman's comp if they slip and fall in our home. Like, all those things are very important. Very, very They vital. are. Very vital. An above-board person who has passed certain tests and skill levels with the agency before coming into our home. I've, I've done all that research. Great. But I'm told in Florida the going rate is $25 an hour. What's the going rate here in Fairfield County? So people, agencies will tell you it depends on the care and what's needed. But by and large, uh, someone like your mother needs care. You're looking at 
anywhere from probably 29 to 30 to $40 an hour up here. Much more money. Why so much more money up here? Um, I think a, a combination of factors. I think, I mean, we're in Fairfield County, so I think in terms of the being in the Gold Coast or being in a, an affluent area, a lot of um, agencies might have their pricing a little bit higher just because the cost of living is, appears a little bit higher potentially. I think a lot of other agencies now, especially with a lot, some of the new laws coming about, they're trying to pay their caregivers more. So, for instance, when I started with uh, a, a home care agency about 10 years ago, um, they were charging $18 an hour, $19 an hour for a homemaker. Now, that homemaker companion isn't allowed to do any sort of hands-on care, no bathing, no dressing, no anything What's like that. What's the point, then? If someone just needs to be supervised, someone's a fall risk, and they just need to be reminded to do things, a homemaker companion is sitting there with them, and that could be 18 to $20 an that hour. That could be irritating for that person. Could be. I'm going to tell you situations <laughs> where people will watch people just sit yeah. and, quote-unquote, not do much. Yeah. Could it's be tough. irritating. It's, it's tough. Again, it's for that. <laughs> if, if someone is fine, you know, eight times out of ten, it's for those two out of ten times. You know, um, So, again, seven or eight years ago, it was $20, 22 $23, $24 oh, an hour. More. 25 if you needed that home health aid with a lot of care. And now, over the past several years, just raising prices and then with inflation and now trying to pay caregivers more to attract a better caregiver and to, you know, caregiver retention is so important and getting the staffing for these agencies is very but difficult. A so lot of older more. people live on fixed incomes. Right. So let me ask you, Chris, as a practical matter, if one doesn't have a home, a nursing home long term care policy, and doesn't have the funding two, three, four thousand a week to go out of pocket. Are these the situations where very often people go right into a nursing home, even if, you know, all things considered, they didn't necessarily need a nursing home level of care, but they need enough assistance with the activities of daily living that they are not safe on their own. A hundred percent. So. Unfortunately, it falls on the family to either financially supplement or, again, we have that tough conversation that says, you know, dad has 70000 or $55,000 left and, um, you know, he needs to be on Medicaid sooner rather than later when he exhausts these funds. Let's think of how we can safely provide him the care he needs now and going forward albeit not in the best environment, but a nursing home serves the purpose of, again, three meals a day. You've got nurses and aides 24-7 sure. to care for you, doctors and specialists and all and those sometimes things. Sometimes they're nice places and sometimes they're not so nice places, and that's part of your job. It's the people inside. It's, um, you know, it's not, none of them look like the Taj Mahal by any means or, you know, the Boca Club. down As in, opposed to the assisted living facilities, which do. Uh, they run more of the spectrum where they can look a little bit more luxurious. You're dealing with private pay um, and that sort of thing. So it's a lot of these other communities, assisted living, private pay communities can look, yeah, very nice, like a country club or like a beautiful upscale apartment complex, basically. And then some are more dated, so to speak. But for the most part, yeah, they're, they're very lovely. It's a, it's a whole different ball game, really. And you're placing in both? Both, yeah. I help with assisted living and memory care placement mainly. And then it's home care when people are trying to stay home and, and can facilitate that. Um, and then it's nursing homes when people are either at too high a level of care for an assisted living. So they, 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 they really need a nursing home level of care um, in that situation. Or it's a situation where someone's spending down to Medicaid and, you know, we don't want them to be stuck at home spending all their money and then have zero dollars trying to get into a nursing home. It can be difficult. It can be time-consuming. And that person could be left in the lurch or not have the support 
medically, clinically that they need while they're waiting to try to get someplace. We're going to chat more with Chris Curran. We'll take your questions. We're talking about senior housing solutions here in Fairfield County. Chris, your model is that you don't charge the person who hires you. Is that right? Correct. We are a service that is at no cost to the family. So what that means is um, I work with the family, understand their needs, whether it be a nursing home, assisted living, um, and the way Care Patrol is compensated is we are paid by assisted living and memory care communities, the private pay ones that we place individuals in. So I tour with families and I bring them around to two, three, four options that may be most suitable based on their budget, their location, and their care needs. Um, And if that works out, great. That one community that we move mom or dad into, they pay Care Patrol a one-time referral fee. So these communities, private pay communities, work with community partners to try and attract families and people to fill their beds, really. so um, They're popping up all over the place. They are. They are. People are, are really building and grabbing up real estate for the future, for that silver tsunami that's coming. Are right. they Are they typically, um, what kind of companies own these assisted living facilities? Are they publicly held companies? Are they family-owned groups? Who, who's owning and running these places? It's a uh, good question. So it runs the gambit. You have uh, small mom-and-pop kind of operations where they might own a couple of communities in the state. Um, then you have large publicly traded companies that you know, are on uh, on the stock exchange that that are you know like an Atria is something that is a has hundreds and hundreds of communities around right? the country. Um, Brookdale is another a company that has co- um, communities all around the country, um, and that, so there's private equity involved. Really? You're talking. Oh yeah. Big what time. about Sunrise? Sunrise Senior Living's been around for one of the starters of this about. 35, 40 years ago, um, and they have con- communities all around the country all around as well. The country. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a, a bias for or against um, some of these bigger communities? Do you like family better? Do you like the bigger better? I mean, what what's your bias about this? Um, uh, there's definitely advantages and disadvantages to some of them, but I, for the most part, I like some of the smaller ones because they're a little bit more nimble in terms of uh, communication, addressing concerns to families, addressing concerns to the building. Uh, you know, uh, if it's a larger company and there's a problem with one of the bathrooms, you know, if it's community number 600 out of 700, they may not get the um, quick response from corporate regarding, mm. you know, updates or changes and fi- so things like that. Um, and are you looking at that as you evaluate whether or not you're going to show a family? Like, in other words, how often are you touring these places so that you're on the up and up about how good they are? I mean, I'm in communication or in and out of these buildings all the time, whether it's with a client or um, following up and seeing about what's going on. There's been turnover with an executive director or a new salesperson or there's a marketing event going on. So we're very much in it in terms of being connected to what communities are doing well and what as best as we can tell. I mean, a lot of these communities aren't going to reveal their uh, occupancy. They're not, uh, Not, not overly willing to do in the sense that they want to kind of keep their numbers and things to the do chest a little bit. Do you want a, a place bit, that's more occupied than not? Like, what does that tell you? I could think, I could argue it either way, but I'm curious. I mean, is it sort of like a restaurant when it's full, you know, it's a good place? Um, not necessarily. Um, I, think, I, I was wondering. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, if sometimes what happens is a newer community, it takes long, it takes two, three years to start to fill up. So it can be a little bit, um, uh, 
people can be a little reticent if they walk in and it's kind of quiet and there's not a lot going mm. on. But I try to reassure them that you know what, what factors are, are involved there. Or if places are going through a lot of renovations, there's some communities that they'll shut down a, a, a floor and not have move-ins because I they're see. redoing apartments and things Got like it. that. So there's other things going on. But, yeah, obviously the family will feel more comfortable with a bustling community that's 100% full with a wait list. And, you know, yeah, they feel that, better. Yeah. It's and are these all rentals me. now or is some of them buy-in? We're chatting with Chris Curran. The majority are rentals in the area. Um, there are buy-in life care communities where you – they're basically CCRCs or continuing care retirement communities. So you you start you buy in as typically an independent person with your husband or wife or by yourself, and you're not buying the unit necessarily. You're buying into the whole oh concept. So if let's say you buy you you move into a two bedroom apartment with your husband, you know your husband passes away and you want to downsize now to a one bedroom. You know you don't have to buy the separate units or sell or anything. It's, you're see. buying your way in so that if and when you need nursing home care or you run out of funds. You're never going to have to leave that environment. Oh, is that right? So you're not going to have to move out. They're not going to, quote, unquote, kick you out. Whereas in a, you know the other assisted livings that don't have that um, type of benefit or process, when it's just private pay month to month, it gives you that flexibility, and you don't have to put up so much money, right. you know, six figures up front. Right. But if you run out of money, they don't take Medicaid, typically. I mean, there's a couple of... Some, assisted living doesn't take Medicaid. That's probably the most important message. Yeah, I mean, they, there are some communities that work with the um, uh, Medicaid programs to try and help, like the pilot program, to try and help people stay in their apartment. And they some of the cost is subsidized, but it's still thousands of dollars a month, typically. So it's, it's pretty cross-prohibitive, typically, for most people when they run out of money, unless the family comes in and supplements. Um, typically, people... When they have about a you know six months of funds left, that's when they need to start looking at a nursing home to spend down to, or find another cheaper assisted living that may not be in the best location for you or family, convenient wise. Well, but what's the difference between New Haven and Fairfield County? Is it a big difference yeah, in assisted living? Enough. I mean, it's 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 fascinating because you have the same company that has a a community in Richfield or Wilton or you know Norwalk, and then the same company has a community up in Hamden. And the price is not half, but you know it could be two thousand dollars cheaper. So one could be seven thousand a month, and then it could go to five thousand a month. What are the Ish. ranges we're yeah. talking about? Um, again, depends on the people moving in. But um, one person who needs some care moving into an apartment, you know, you're looking at in Fairfield County, you could be looking at you know six to eight, nine thousand, and you know that type of going up from there. And in New Haven County, it might be more like five to seven eight you know that that type of thing you know it doesn't get as high qu- as quickly i guess you could say so there is a uh, a good difference that could be meaningful and I, it has been in terms of working with families i've seen that when they don't mind driving that extra 25 minutes north or if they don't mind going outside of you know their area there are there is opportunity to save money and kind of stretch your dollar a little bit and, and not just- sacrifice and care and that's the key. Yeah, you don't right? want to sacrifice and say, well, I'm going to go to some bad place because I just don't want to spend my money but or I don't have the money. You know, it's, it's, it's hard. But, no, there's definitely great options around um, to try to help. Yeah. The silver tsunami, huh? It's coming? Uh, it's, have you seen an here. increase, Chris Curran, in the amount of people who need your services over the last few years? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's it, just because of the rise in dementia um, and, again, so many – 
people are living longer and living at home longer with at a higher acuity because of the, the increase in the you know, telehealth services and all these things are great. But at the same time, I think especially with the uh, with COVID and everything, un- people understood the impact of that and the need for socialization. So the argument against home and staying at home um, typically is, is isolation, isolation and, loneliness. and loneliness and that sort yep. of thing. So um, that's that's we've seen an uptick because people Should have understood. My father's calling me during the show. Listen to this. Perfect. We'll do live radio here. Let's I'll do tell it. him. Daddy, you're on the air. Daddy, can you hear? You're on the air, Daddy. You're, you're calling me right now. You're on the air. How's Mommy? Mommy is okay. Yeah. I was wondering whether you got the email from Jill. Yes, I got the power of attorney. I got all that stuff, Daddy. I'm going to send it on to the home health care agency right after the show. Okay? Okay, darling. All right. Are you okay today, Daddy? Daddy, are you okay? Yes, fine. You are? Fine. Okay, good. All right. Okay. All right. All right, all right love Bye. you. Bye, Daddy. Bye. That's my father. That's it. See, it's you're never, you're never, never off. You're always on. A totally. You're a geriatric care manager now. Are I'm you telling kidding? You. Of course, I'm. You got on. a new job. I'm so happy to have this job. Although <laughs> getting old isn't for the faint of heart, said my grandma. But as my father would say, what's the alternative? <laughs> That's what he always says. So no, I'm, I'm blessed to well, be listen, able I'm to be take care of okay my parents today. with yeah, my sister. Sure. Are you kidding me? Meantime, you know where I'm going tonight. I'm going to the governor's mansion. Oh. I've never been invited before. Melissa and I are on the way. Melissa, Melissa, and I. But two Melissas and I. Check it off. Exactly. Okay. Nice. So we were both invited to the cocktail party that apparently Governor uh, Lamont is giving for members of the press. Oh, nice. And we were included. And I'm all dressed up. Yeah, love, lovely. And uh, we're going. So cool. I'm excited. Where is that? At, at, in, Hartford, in Hartford, at the governor's there, mansion. Yeah. I don't know the address, yeah, but it's somewhere on the there. Evite, yep. and um, I'm excited. That's that's very cool. <laughs> that's why Check the I, box. That's why it's great that I've done my hair and I put headphones on <laughs> it for the past two hours. You got but some time. I got, got some, some time. time to refluff. Yeah, yeah. To refluff. Well, anyway, Chris Curran, thanks for coming into the studio today. It's been a pleasure. It's always As a always. pleasure yeah. to talk with you. Thanks to you and Jordan for your support of the show. We really appreciate it. You guys are fantastic partners. And I, and I, I know that what you do is such a valuable thing. We're here to help. It is. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.